Hello, welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World, coming to you on a Thursday. I'm a coaster host, David on Point Huff, and right there is the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. Welcome into the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to have this live, we have a streaming service as well. We have basically every platform you can think of. Um, I'm still a little bit under the weather, but I'm getting better every single day. Uh, but let's talk about the play-in tournament a little bit more as we talk about the battle for the eighth seed, as we had some really entertaining basketball last night. If you stayed up long enough to watch both those games last night, <laughs> uh, I know, I know, Mr. CEO stayed up to watch both those games. I made some nice jelly beans uh, on that. Oh, game. yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. It's the first time. The first time a, a, 10, a seed 10 seed had beaten the ninth seed in the play in, and it happened twice in the same night. Lightning struck twice. There you go. You, you took the words right out of my mouth, Mr. David Huffman. I, I was the Chicago Bulls beat the Toronto Raptors uh, 109 to 105 in a game that most people thought the Bulls were just done, uh, but they outscored the Raptors 37 to 24 in the fourth quarter. And Zach Levine was cooking with 39 points and some a defensive shift as well, uh, limited Pascal Siakam's effectiveness in the second half. Um, so shout out to Billy Donovan, the coaching staff there for the Chicago Bulls. And then Oklahoma City, uh, they beat New Orleans 123 to 118 in a world-beating game by their two front men, uh, SGA and Josh Giddy, as they combined for 58 points in this game. Um, or uh, wait, no, no, 63 Josh, points. Sorry. Sorry. Jo- um, so yeah, no, um, and, and you know what's a triple double for Josh Giddy. Yeah, and you know, hey David, and you know what's crazy about both of those games last night? Both of those uh, the Bulls and the Thunder um pretty much changed the whole narrative in the third quarter. Right? The Thunder, the uh, the Bulls changed it in the third quarter. Zach Levine kind of went off in the third, and then in the third again the OKC New Orleans Pelicans game, um they scored that team as a whole scored 39 points. Yeah, they outscored, the, they outscored the Pelicans 39 to 24 there in that third quarter mm-hmm. uh, as New Orleans, Oklahoma City beat New Orleans and sent them to the lottery. Here's, um, here's another one, David. And uh, me and TJ had a discussion about this last night behind closed doors. Do playing game stats, are they considered playoff stats? I, I, I don't think the NBA has decided because they sure they definitely don't count as regular season stats. Uh, also, the other thing that Andy actually pointed out, our buddy Andy, like they don't update the seating when you advance to the next round, unless that was just a glitch on Bleacher Report. But like you're just, like I don't, I don't the play the player doesn't seem to it seems to exist in its own bubble. Yeah. Um. So so Josh Giddy. So if if that's the case, Josh Giddy is the first ever um uh play I guess player to have uh. Uh, since Derrick Rose to have a thirty and uh, ten game or something like that, um, in, in terms of assists, uh, let me let me pull up that stat. But it was it, it was something went along the lines. I said, "Wait a minute, it doesn't make sense because Josh Giddy joined Derrick Rose, the only twenty year olds in NBA history with a thirty point ten assist playoff game." And that's why I said, "Wait a minute, that was a playing game." Derrick Rose did that against the world champs. So I don't know. I don't know if those two are comparable, but Josh Kitty was cooking. He had a great game. SGA made some amazing plays last night. And I, I I loved it. I you know I I really had some big cojones going for both ten seeds. 
but no, not every. They both can't make it to the eighth slot. Uh, obviously, they're gonna have to play against in the play-in tournament. Uh, this is the battle for the eighth seed. We got first. We got the Miami Heat, uh, the seventh seed, hosting the Chicago Bulls. Uh, the Jimmy Butler aspect aspect of the you know going back and playing his former team. Even though I feel like that's been it's been so long since he's been a Bull. I feel like that's just kind of old news at this point. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Demar Derozan. Yeah, kind of those two guys playing against each other. Um, the Heat, forty-four and thirty-eight. Bulls, forty and forty-two. The Bulls actually swept the season series against the Miami Heat. Uh, the winner in the, gets the eighth seed. Obviously, loser goes into the draft lottery. How do you see this game shaking out as a win and go home, essentially, for both of these? This teams? is actually one of the. This is, a, this is actually one of the. I mean. The Heat are so small. I mean, they we. I mean, they traded for Kevin Love. They didn't even use him in the playing game. They haven't been using him down a stretch either, really. Um, I, and I don't blame I mean, them. I mean, outside, outside of Bam out of bio, they don't really have have guys like they don't have. I mean, they got <laughs> they got Kevin Love. They got Cody Zeller, who's not who he used to be, even nope. when he was. Uh, Kevin Love is a shell of his former self. Bam out of bio is the only size this team has. Yeah, and so that's where I think the Bulls have the advantage. Is where they have more size, and obviously they have a guy like Zach Levine. Who I, I said it yesterday. I mean, once he gets cooking, I mean, there's not many players. I don't care what defense you play on him. There's not many players that can stop Zach Levine once he gets going. And I just, I just find it hard to believe that the Heat will change as a team. Defensively, they they are not gonna grow in this game, and I just I just find it hard. I just think this is a bad matchup for the Heat. And I think the Bulls. I think the Bulls squeak this out. I think Nikola Vucevic has a hell of a game in this game um, hey, against the Heat. Don't say anything positive about Vucevic. People lose their minds. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But I think he has a hell of a game. I think I think he has a hell of a game in this game. I think um, I think you know Demar Derozan to be will be, um, you know, he'll, he'll be motivated to play Kyle Lowry, I think. Um, I don't care about the Jimmy Butler aspect. I mean, yeah, a lot of people do, but it, it seems like it's been eons ago. But I think Jimmy Butler would love to knock the Bulls out the playoffs, right? Wouldn't you think? He'd love to knock the oh, Bulls out the playoffs. I'm sure he would. Dude. He would Jimmy, love to Jimmy, knock the Bulls out the Jimmy playoffs. Butler is a guy who holds grudges forever. Yes. He, 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 he will He will for sure look forward to knocking the Bulls out of the playoffs if he gets that opportunity. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I think the one the one guy that, that, that you know, Kyle Lowry had a hell of a game. If they get that kind of output, output where he had – how many points did he have in that game against uh, uh, Atlanta? I think he had 29. Yeah, almost 30. I thought he had a 30-piece, but I could be wrong. Did he have a 30-piece? Man, if he, if he gives them that output off the bench. He had 33. 33 in that game. 33. If Cal Lowry could give them something like that off the bench, I think I think I could swing it in a huge favor because the Bulls just don't give me anything off the bench. I mean, Kobe White had a nice little game yesterday. I think Kobe White was, what, 4 for four, 4, something like that? He gave us a nice 3 for 3, 4 for 4 piece yesterday. Um... I mean, he was it. That was it, though, off the bench. I mean, Pat Bev, I mean, he's I mean, a starter. I mean, that's the, conversation, that's the conversation we've been having, basically, about the Bulls. I mean, the depth is just not there for this not team. There. I mean, um, yes. 
Yeah, so David, I just think I just think the bull I think I think size down low. I think I think Vucevic drumming. Kobe, Kobe White had four made four four field goals, one of them being a three. Uh he scored nine points. Patrick Williams now comes off the bench of the Chicago Bulls. Uh he had ten points on, on a bench roll. Um Andre Drummond put in two more. That's all the production they got on their bench. I mean, they're that's all, they're, not enough. They're their big quote unquote three are going to have to care if they're gonna beat Miami. And the only way they're going to beat Miami is by outscoring them because they're for sure not going to be able to defend well enough um, to to limit this Miami offense. So mm-hmm. Rosen, Vucevic, Zach Levine. I mean, they both have to go for 20 points plus if they're going to beat this team. Um, even that, I don't know if it'll be enough. Uh, how much do you think the factor is this game is in South Beach? Do you think that factors into any kind of advantage for the Heat at all? No, it, just because it, the Bulls just went in and around. Because it sure as shit didn't against the Hawks. <laughs> no, I did not. And, and that's the one thing about the Heat, I think, this year. They just they come out very – that game was a microcosm of their season in a way. They come out very lackadaisical in most games. And then they try to turn it on too late. And that's why they have led the league in the closest games possible. I think they lead the league in games decided by – Points like five or more, five or less, or, or four or less. I don't know. You can fact check me on that. But they lose. They they their games are their wins and losses are decided by some very close games. Now that didn't play back in Atlanta because I knew that Atlanta size. I mean, Clint Capella killed them on the boards. And I, and I think I think the second chance points are going to happen again in this game. I think Nikola Vucevic, I think Andre Drummond. Is gonna are gonna provide the, the the second chance points the Bulls need to beat the Heat. I think especially if they can get Bam and Abayo in foul trouble. Uh, oh yeah. Expect expect Vucevic and the other bigs of the Chicago Bulls, Andre Drummond, who's still a productive player, he can still play a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I, he, he seems a little bit washed to me, but um, who who are you picking to pick, win this game as a winner take all? I'm actually gonna take I'm, I'm I'm actually gonna take the Bulls again. I'm gonna take the Chicago Bulls again, and not because that's my home team. I just think that size matters, <laughs> and I think that Vucevic and, and, and Drummond are going to give them – I mean, what I saw from Capella the other day, uh, a Kongwu off the bench who – I mean, John has Collins. played – yeah, yeah, John Collins who – John Collins is like his switchability. He's he's gone from a guy that was a 4-5 or five to now he can guard threes on the wing, which is kind of scary. But anyways, that's another, that's another debate to talk about. Um, so I just think I just seen what I saw the other night. I think the Bulls will out rebound them, get them get enough offensive rebounds, second chance points to kill them. One thing I will say this though, you gotta you can't let Kyle Lowry get off like off the bench because you don't have much bench production. And if if, if you couple that with Tyler Hero making threes, um, then I think it'll be it'll be tough sledding for the Bulls. But I think they'll I think they'll play. I think they'll be able to to kind of counter that with Zach and Demar. So I, I, yeah, I think the Bulls are just a bad matchup for Miami in general. That's the reason why yeah. they swept the season series. I'll have, I'm actually going to pick the Bulls to win this game too. I don't necessarily think it matters all that much. But who wins this game? Because uh, they're going up against Milwaukee, and it'll probably be a four-game <laughs> series. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> I don't even think it's going to be five games. It'll be yeah. four games. It'll be four. Uh, games. No matter who comes out. On the other side, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves, the eighth seed, hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder, the tenth seed. Uh, their records are there on the screen: forty-two and forty for Tim's uh, Thunder, forty and forty-two. Timberwolves win the series three to one during the regular season. As these are divisional foes. Um, Minnesota going to get Rudy Gobert back in this game. 
probably That's hopefully hopefully we'll see again an aggressive Collins Towns, uh, which we saw through the first quarter of half of that game against the Lakers uh, before he started getting a little more passive. Um, they don't then the Thunder, you know, they're a scrappy team. They have really good guard play, but I think the bigs is where they're kind of kind of weak, right? I mean, this is a team oh, yeah. where you I think if Minnesota has an advantage, it's the bigs of their team. They have Rudy Gobert, they have Carl Anthony Towns, and that Rudy Gobert factor probably changes a lot of the offensive strategy of guys. They're not a great three-point shooting team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're, they score a lot of their points by getting into the paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a bad matchup for OKC. I, I don't like that. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> um, I was seeing this last night. I said, man, you know, if SGA and Josh Giddy are cooking and – Somehow, some way. I mean, I've seen the Thunder shoot the lights out the ball some nights. I mean, I've seen them shoot the lights out the ball, and I've seen them not, like, just brick everything. Like, that game against Houston early in the season, I know it's Houston, but they were just making everything. J-Dub was making everything. That's Jalen Williams. The the Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. That's what they call him, J-Dub. And then you got Jalen Williams, who's virtually – the other Jalen Williams is their only center. Pretty much, and I, the other night, I don't know, he was just jacking up threes. I don't know what he was doing there. He was one of six. I'm like, dude, stop shooting threes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is a bad matchup just because the, you are right. They do get in the paint. Josh Kitty gets in the paint a lot. SGA tries to get in the paint a lot. And with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns down there, that's, that's going to be tough for them to do. Couple that with the fact that, I mean, if Anthony Edwards plays like Anthony Edwards in this game, oh, you can call it a night. Uh, yeah, he, he was pretty, he was pretty, pretty inefficient in that game against uh, the Lakers. Um, probably had one of his worst games in the season, efficiently wise. Um, and also, but, experience matters, right? In this game, I know it, it kind of mattered a little bit with New Orleans. I mean, the only experience, uh, I mean, you could say, you could say, you know, Herb Jones, those guys had some. CJ McCollum had experience. Brandon Ring had some playoff experience. I mean, but only that, these only, guys are, only last year. I mean. Brandon yeah, has, yeah. has one, and the the Timberwolves don't have all that experience either. I mean, they literally have been in the playoffs just one season. I mean, they have. Well, a, my thing uh, is about Mike Conley. Mike Conley has a lot of playoff experience, that's that's and he's true. just one guy. Rudy Gobert has a lot of playoff experience. Kyle Anderson, um, another guy who's got some. Kyle Anderson has playoff experience. Memphis Grizzlies and the San Antonio. Cat's Spurs. been in the playoffs. Cat's been. This is his third. Pretty much playing. Cat's been in the playoff three times already. You can consider this his third time. So, they, some some of those guys on Minnesota do have that playoff experience. I mean, Austin Rivers didn't play much in the last game, but he's got playoff experience off the bench, and they, I know they played him. Uh, I mean, you know, the twenty Lakers, minutes or so I mean, in the season. Anthony Edwards scored eleven points in that game against the Lakers. Shoot at twenty five percent from the free throw uh, from the field. He was hobbled uh, uh, under thirty from three. Shot at fifty percent from the free throw line. That's just not going to get it done. Like it's just I don't know what numbers. was going on with his shoulder, but he was hobbled. He was he was really holding that shoulder. It was very ginger against the Lakers. Uh, but I don't expect him to have that type of output again. I think Anthony Edwards playing at home. I think he's going to show up. I think he's going to, you know, put in 25, 30 points a game. He if that not, happens. He, he does not have an injury designation for this game. So, okay, um, that's he, good. He, he should have the full limit, full full ring of minutes. Um, that's but, yeah, good. I, just, that's I, good. I, just, I just think Minnesota is just a bad draw for – for the Oklahoma City Thunder, I and mean, I think the bigs of the thun- of the Timberwolves are just too much for the Oklahoma City. I just don't I think agree. they have the length and the depth. 
Um, they've been a very good story this year. Um, you know, top five team in scoring. Uh, they've risen above what many people thought they'd be this season. Um, people thought they'd be in the lottery, which they obviously will be if they lose this game. But mm-hmm. this, the fact that their players have basically grown in front of their eyes, like they're supposed to be tanking this season, but nobody told the players. And just a shout out to their head coach and to the front office, Sam Presti, um, to putting together a, a group of guys that want this. I don't want to write their obituary like, you know, I don't, I don't want to write their obituary with you, man, because you kind of did. You got to write their obituary there a little bit. I'm going to give them a little chance, uh, you know, until the tip-off happens. But, yeah, in, in the hindsight, yes, this team is overachieved uh, in many ways, and I think they have a lot of if, – if they do lose this game, which I'm predicting that they will, uh, they have a lot of building blocks there. They should be real proud in OKC of what they built um, there uh, with the young guys. And I think it, start, it started a little bit, you know, when you brought SGA over and then you paired him up with Chris Paul and Chris Paul showed him the ropes a little bit and took that team to the playoffs. Then you draft Josh Giddy, and then last year you draft uh, – this year, this past year you draft J- both Jalen Williams. J-Dub has been great. The, the other – you know, the, the Santa Clara, Jalen Williams. Um, and then you couple that with the fact that you don't even have Chet Holmgren uh, on your team, who's looked like he's gained, like I've heard reports that he's gained like 15 pounds of muscle. Watch out. Um, you know, and so you get him back and he's going to be virtually a rookie next year, but you get him back, um, next season and you get probably another, I mean, the, the Thunder, I don't know what the scouts, I mean, those scouts need all, all the scouts across the board need a raise because they do such a great job at drafting players. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they when they took Josh Giddy, that was a controversial pick. But if they were to go like redo that draft, he would go higher than where they took him. They, they took yes. the, the kid from Santa Clara in the teens. If they were to redo the first round of this year's draft, he would probably be like the second or third pick. That's yeah, a, that's no, a, that's a he's in the conversation for rookie of the year. Yeah, no, J J Dub J Dub is awesome, and I mean he's 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 got he's he's a little funky. Um, you know, one thing I, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, you know, I think in the off season, they all need to improve the three point shot, but they all can get to the bucket. They all have defensive versatility. They are, I mean, defense is all about heart, right? I mean, it's all about trying to fight over the screen. You know, you know, it's all about heart. It's not about, you know, you need no skill to it. It's just heart. You know, who wants it more? Right. So, you know, if once this team kind of gets it, I think this team is going to be scary in the next three, four years. But tomorrow night, I think it's going to be Timberwolves night. <laughs> I, I, I also think another thing that also factors in for Minnesota is like a benefit for this team, like the pressure that they're going to be under to perform well and, and, and win this game. Like Oklahoma mm-hmm. City continues to be with playing with house money. Nobody thought yep. they'd be in this place. Nobody thought – but Oklahoma, Minnesota, you made a push your ships all in the middle move uh, earlier th- this offseason – by trading for Rudy Gobert and trading all of the assets you traded to get him. And now you're a, you're in danger of missing the playoffs entirely. Like Minnesota can't miss the playoffs. Like that would be a catastrophic bad season. The Oklahoma City Thunder, if they don't make the playoffs, you still have a successful season. This season, the season before, they had 24 wins. You increased your win total by 16 games in one season. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's that's considerable. That is definitely considerable, and I only see and I only see it going up for Oklahoma City Thunder after this season. But yeah, no, you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you traded all your assets, you traded a bunch of key guys. I mean, uh, well, I mean, a guy you drafted a guy in Walker Kessler who kind of pretty much does the same thing as Rudy Gobert, 
down in Utah. Um, but that's neither here nor there to talk about, I guess. And he's up, he's kind of been up for rookie of the year, the rookie yeah. of the year trophy as well. I TJ mean, had him actually for rookie of the year. Because if you, if you don't make the playoffs as Minnesota, you basically have to dismantle this roster. Like you can't, you, I don't, I don't think you can come back next season with this same unit. You'd have, you'd have to basically blow it up. And that would basically be a white flag. So I, I, I Minnesota's in a tough spot if they lose this game. Yeah, real. no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I think. I think. I think. And 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 I don't know. I damn sure Cat ain't going. I know Cat's had some injury problems. I know Rudy was there, kind of riding the ship. But I think if anyone has to go, it's probably got to be Rudy. But I, you know, that looks stupid on their part. I, I just don't think they're ever going to get the value anywhere near the value that they traded away from. Yeah, uh, they basically can't so they're stuck with them. them. So, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that's been our analysis of the battle of the eight seed on the crossover. Uh, let us know in the comments section who you think is going to get these games. Uh, we're going to be back here on Saturday and Sunday, breaking down the first round of the Eastern and Western Conference playoffs uh you don't want to miss that content Are you doing the baseball show tomorrow doing the baseball show tomorrow um you guys want to keep keep back um keeping tuned for that uh we'll come tomorrow night with that you know talk about some power rankings some headlines uh some teams uh you know some war predictions and some teams that uh that 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 you know, may win the World Series or or, or, or our championship contenders. So you guys don't want you guys don't want to miss that stuff tomorrow. Definitely not. So please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I've been David Huffman right there. It's Mr. Israel Rivera. And Izzy, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? Ladies and gentlemen, I think I feel it. We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the heat, baby. You need to throw your pen down, man. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't you know I'm bring the camera, but I will. Once I get once I get back in tune, man, last couple nights I, I've been I've been remote, but once I get back home, I will. I will start throwing that pen down. I think I threw my pen down so hard one time it popped on a yeah. live show. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow. Me and, me and TJ will be breaking down some stuff going on in the NBA this weekend. You don't want to miss that content. You guys all have a good night and stay safe out there. And uh, enjoy the weather, man. It's like 80 degrees here in Fort Wayne, brother. It is beautiful. And Prime Sports World brought the heat back out to the Midwest. 100%. Lovely. I'll see you later, brother.